should always tell the truth. And when, when they are questioned by uh, U.S. border security officers, that they should tell them the truth. But they should also be able to, to explain. That is Liberal MP Bill Blair talking to uh, Ottawa reporters, giving advice to Canadians who are traveling into the U.S. Be honest about your pot use, of course. Tell the border official. To which I say, um, yeah, hell no. Pot is, of course, not legal yet, and uh, already we have seen U.S. immigration lawyers warning Canadian officials that there will be big, big issues for those trying to get in if, in fact, they have a drug conviction or if they say they smoke pot. You'll be denied. And these same immigration lawyers have even said that Justin Trudeau likely wouldn't get into the U.S. after his leadership ends because he's on record admitting he had smoked pot. Now, whether that actually is true or just fear-mongering, I don't know, but they're warning. So, knowing that, would you be honest? Gideon Memon is a immigration lawyer. He knows all about this and whether or not, you know, should you be that honest? He joins me now. Giddy, what would your advice be, uh, given the federal government is actually telling people to be honest when they cross the borders about their pot use, um, what would you be advising Canadians who plan to travel? Well, it's always a great policy, to be honest, but uh, if you're going to be honest in this case, um, you're probably going to be denied entry to the United States if you do uh, consume um you know, drugs that are prescribed in the United States. So if you do partake in recreational use of marijuana and you say that you do, then you will have admitted to the essential components of the offense. Uh, it's going to be a violation of the American uh, war, on crime, uh, war on drugs, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be admitted to the United States. It's as simple as that. Now, we know that um, U.S. immigration lawyers have been, I guess, meeting with officials in Canada, and they've already been raising the red flag, saying, you know, you could create some very big issues, including the prime minister himself, who they said would not be able to travel to the U.S. once he's no longer prime minister, because he is on record saying that he has smoked pot. Um, Now, I don't know how much truth there is, but what have you heard from American immigration officials on this? Well, we haven't heard much uh, from immigration officials on this, other, other than, you know, they're going to review their, their policies. But we've always seen this problem. Uh, this is not something that is, uh, that is a, a creature of the new legislation that is, that is being uh, brought forward. The only difference is going to be that more and more people are going to be trying um, uh, marijuana, and more people are going to be admitting it. Mm-hmm. The law in the United States is not going to change. Uh, they have a war on drugs, and right now, if they enforce it against Canadians, uh, we are going to have a problem, and that's just the way it is. And I think they're going to have to uh, maybe modernize uh, their approach to this and maybe make some regulatory changes or just uh, you know a memo to the field telling the officers that this is not a good use of our resources and just to let those slide. Um, but why do they have to do Canada any favors? It's not their choice to ha- that, you know, that we or our prime minister has decided to legalize a drug that they happen to be against. I mean, I can't imagine that they feel um, obligated in any way to make it easier to get in. That's right. Look, everybody is the master of their own home. The Americans get to decide who they allow in their country and on what basis and on what terms. And, and we do the same. We don't tell the Americans who let in and they don't tell us who we should let in. 
So in this particular situation, you know, the, the, the question that you asked me is what would I tell my clients? I, I can never ethically tell my clients to lie. Okay, what would you tell my listeners? <laughs> I would tell them best not answer. Right. I mean, uh, I can't imagine going to the border agent. If, if I haven't been charged with a drug, um, you know, any kind of drug charge, why would I even bring it up? I mean, I can't right. imagine how stupid that would be. That's right. Yes, from a practical point of view, I couldn't disagree with you. It would be stupid in, in, in a sense because, you know, you've got a cruise lined up, you know, that's, a, you know, you've got a wedding to go to, you've got an important business meeting, and a random officer asks you a question like that. You know if you answer truthfully, not only are you not going to your meeting or your cruise or whatever it is, you're going to have a real hard time ever going back to the States Sure, you can apply for a waiver, but that's going to be a lifetime commitment of applying for waivers because they expire periodically, and it's expensive. You need legal help sometimes. Uh, So I I don't know that we are going to find a Canadian solution. I think the Americans are going to have to sit down and figure out if they really, really want to ask those questions because they're going to make a lot of Canadians uh, either dishonest, uncomfortable, or just, you know, just stay away from the United States. Right. Uh, that's something that they're going to have to make a decision about. Or the prime minister, or maybe even Christian Freeland, would they not think about implementing this into the new NAFTA agreement and saying, hey, can we get an agreement going between the two countries? Could they do that? <laughs> uh, of course. By agreement, uh, we, you, we, we can do anything. But the, the NAFTA agreement is already complicated beyond words. Uh, to throw this element in especially when you have a law and order type of administration in the United States, uh, you know, running the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that they're going to want to, to document that, but that would be terrific for us. I mean, Canadians really, you know, we, we do a lot of business between Canada and the United States. There is a lot at stake. And you have to understand that it's not just, you know, your college kids who you're going to turn your backs on and, and, and mess them up. You're going to mess up executives yeah. who, who are conducting millions and billions of dollars of transactions, and you can't separate the two. Eventually, you're going to have to treat everybody the same. And it, it will cost the United States because people will, uh, you know, if you make an executive inadmissible to the United States, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to cost you money. Uh, because the you know the free flow of goods and services across the border is what makes our country successful. So uh, you know I think the Americans just I think maybe need uh, maybe a few months or a year or so to sort of catch up with the reality around them. The world is no longer seeing marijuana as such an evil thing. Uh, we're we're leading the path in in that direction. Uh, in North America, and I think they're going to just have to catch up, and they're going to have to tell our officers not to ask these questions. Now, I should say, I should say, just because you think that you're doing something legal in Canada, you shouldn't flaunt it, because if you pull up in a car and you've got, you know, drug paraphernalia or a a marijuana magazine, or you're wearing a marijuana (laughs) t-shirt or something like that, you know, you are setting up a legal situation where the officer is now forced, almost, to ask questions because you're, you're, you're putting it in his face. So I think people need to be discreet. And I think if they're discreet, uh, not necessarily dishonest, but discreet, they'll probably never have this problem. But if uh, they, they come, you know, 
they, they come from an area, for example, let's suppose they were in uh, one of the islands that may you know, be known for production of marijuana or something, and they're coming already from uh, a place where you're going to be asked questions. You could possibly be asked questions about yeah. what you were doing there and uh, what you did. Then you have to think very, very carefully if you want to risk lying, because if you lie to the United States, to the yeah. American immigration authorities, you're looking at a five-year ban easily. And they, they have no sense of humor at the uh, U.S. border. Right. No, uh, that, that we do know. Well, good right. advice. And, and they, yeah. they, don't, they don't need to go to court. They yeah. don't need to give you, you know, procedural fairness. They just say, you know what, I, uh, I, I feel you lied to me, and I'm issuing a ban to you. And that's the end of it. And, uh, you know, you're not going to the States. You're not going to, uh, you know, Florida. You're not going to California. You're not going to a wedding. You're not going to a funeral for the next five years. And that's, uh, you know, people have to think very, very carefully. Thank you for the advice. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Alex. Be well. Giddy Mammon joining us. So, hey, buyer beware. On point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.